0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday, Sherry? Is it? <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk of text line. You want to throw that in front of yourself there. Uh, that's Sherry Pika. She runs Sprout Day- Sprout Childcare. Sprout, Day- do we are we anti saying daycare now? Is that
1: well? It just depends on... Is there a the, different... So it's more about the educators, not necessarily the name of what the center is. Sure. Right? Because everyone is going to be looking for child care, and that's what they're going to search for. So people are going to have child care in their name. But it's more about we're not child care workers, we're early childhood educators. Yeah. Teachers.
0: Okay. So we're going to talk about... Well, we're, we're not really going to... We, we have to bring it up. Because I've been talking about it for a while, and we'll just – we're going to have to reset a little bit because it's a new day. But the the bar time vote last week in Madison, 2.30 a.m., ended a a program that had been running for about three years or two years-ish?
1: So they rolled in a program that had started in 2008 into that program. Oh, okay. So it's got pieces of 2008 added in – so it's at, like
0: anything, something started uh, in 2008. Correct. And over 15 years, it evolved, right? right. Like you, you mess with it to you, you work out the kinks, right? Right, so, right. It, and then
1: COVID hit. So yeah. then they wound up calling it the Child Care and added this program of Young Star into
0: okay, the Child so, Care Counts. Okay, so when COVID hit, they, the feds came in. There, one of the bills that was passed uh, delivered money to the state of Wisconsin, about $340 million, I think.
1: Right over those um, years,
0: over those years to kind of subsidize childcare in Wisconsin or childcare centers, right, right, not as opposed to families that need childcare. So instead of going to the families, they go to the centers.
1: That's right, and that even started out different. So it started out with a little bit less money to help fill that gap when um, when families were laid off and they couldn't pay for childcare. They didn't want childcare centers to close their doors, but without that tuition coming in of our full budget. We would have to. So it supplemented that to stay open during COVID for essential workers.
0: All right, and so and then we go back to last. Well, was it last week? Now, two weeks ago, I think it was last. Week. It was last week. Last week, a, uh, a a vote that was pushed back by the joint legislative, joint finance committee, uh, to two thirty in the morning, and they voted to end this program. And at, my, at that time, I said, "Okay, we can hold out hope here. They end the program, they feel or don't feel the outrage. See what happens." And then they can implement their own program that doesn't have anything to do with COVID. Because I say Republicans don't want anything to do with COVID. Uh, But it's getting to point, it's getting to be like the the shot clock here, the game clock is running out because they're voting on the state budget. This is included in the state budget tomorrow. And so we'll see what happens.
1: Right. I'm not exactly confident (laughs) in that.
0: Uh, um, And anyway, so Sherry Peake is in here, she runs Sprout Childcare. And where can you just talk about what you guys do and, and where you're located and um, sure. just how big or small you are? Or
1: yes, we are. Um, we have a 10,000 square foot building. We have about 107 kids. That's our capacity, and we're full with an extreme wait list. We're an early learning center, so we provide um, early childhood education from children all the way from age zero all the way up until they go to kindergarten. So we just specialize in early childhood. We're located on the south side of La Crosse, right next to the Diocese of La Crosse. Um, behind the old shop, old shop code that we all hope is getting something great put in there. put
0: a childcare facility in there. Uh, no, thank you.
1: <laughs> no sense in opening something right now that people right. are failing yeah. at. Um, so that's where we're located. That's what we do. We educate children. We know that 95% of that brain is developed in the first five years. So when people hear us say we educate children and we have programs for toddler, for infants and toddlers, they're always like, what, what can you do? Um, that social emotional growth is, is all tied into how this child is going to be wired. Everything happens in that first five years.
0: I'm not a parent. Do parents know this? Is this like common knowledge? Like does the doctor say, Hey, the first five years are pretty important. Like maybe the most important brain development. I um, mean this, it, uh, so maybe, but I don't know, like maybe get your kid into something that's going to, you know,
1: right. If I had to put a mathematical equation based off of our own center demographic, I would say 30% of our families are aware of that importance. The other are just finding a safe place that that seems great for their child while they can work.
0: Sure, um, yeah, and that totally makes sense. Um, so there are different levels of obviously of childcare, but is there like how many facilities are there like yours? Not like exactly like yours, but where right. you know you have a building and a bunch of sure. workers, and do you know that off the top of your head? You are looking. I, it I
1: do, I actually do. Um, so there are so what, the ones that are like me are a group child care center, and they run year-round, right? And they provide full-day care. So that takes out, like, preschools or, like, after-school programs. They're all kind of lumped under that same umbrella. But group child care centers are, there are 11 centers in the city of La Crosse that meet that criterion.
0: Okay, so 11 in La Crosse, Mm -hmm. in the city
1: in the city As of lacrosse
0: like the county or something like that because you go beyond that there must be some there's
1: about 35 I how many in county.
0: so i had a friend back years ago but she just ran She just had some kids at her house sure. i mean wh- where does that what where does that fall under the umbrella
1: um that is family child care and in family child care there's a whole different set of um criterion for that typically now not every family child care center but that um Typically, in my experience, family childcare centers would be centering more on basic needs with um, some thematic activities that are in, but not necessarily having the neuroscience behind what they're doing. Yeah, and it's and they can take, I believe it's eight children.
0: So one person running a daycare, I call that it. In my right. head, that's more of a daycare. Like yes, I, I have correct. Like Sally's running a daycare out of her, you know, right. basement or something yes. like that, which yep. sounds weird, but. And then right. you and she can have eight up to eight people.
1: Yes, I believe. Okay. Don't quote me on that number because I'm not family child care group.
0: <laughs> okay. How many people can you have, like per? So staff it's
1: so it's um, there's different ratios based off of different children of the ages of children as well as your physical space. So for every 35 square feet of space, you can have a child. Lots of regulations on max group size um, for children of different ages. So for example, if the child's under two the max group size is eight with a ratio of one to one adult to four children
0: okay what qualifies as an adult 18 or?
1: um yes 18 okay. so minimum minimum requirements are 18 it could be 17 as an assistant okay um and if they have a high school class at that, that oh okay is i guess i did because
0: i was thinking like that just that man, you could like get about new. 10 14 year olds in there to help quote unquote babysit. No, you know? they have
1: to be a high school graduate. Oh, okay. Um in order to qualify as a teacher, and they also have to have to have some minimum um education requirements.
0: 608-785-7914 is the text line. Sherry Peak is going to hang out with us for this hour and talk about childcare and the dilemma that they have through, you know, not just not just her, but childcare in the state of Wisconsin as the uh state budget I think the the Senate, as Brad Path told us yesterday, the Senate's gonna vote on this tomorrow. The assembly will vote on it Thursday, and Governor Evers will probably sign it. That's that was Brad papp's guess, but we, we'll see. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom In here with me this hour is Sherry Pika. She's the czar of Sprout Childcare. I, I, the, the 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 CEO. <laughs> The headmaster, um, <laughs> the team that, member. We can go to that Matilda movie, right? Yeah. Like you could be the scary <laughs> the lady. The headmaster. Um, I don't know if that's what they called her, but um, all right. So we we kind of set it up before the show, but I'll I'll just real quick the the, the joint finance committee making a state budget last week at two thirty in the morning cut a program that was gonna get, that kind of doles out three hundred forty million dollars. I don't know if that's a year or if that was over the two years. No,
1: that was over the the child care council. I believe was. Three years. Okay, so about
0: $120, $115 million a year right. to kind of subsidize child care centers in the state of Wisconsin. And they ended that program. So now we're at this, okay, it's not. we're just assuming it's not going to be into the budget. But in the budget, what we know in the budget right now is like a $15 million loan program. And that's it for in terms of like helping child care?
1: Absolutely. If you want to open up a child care center that that NOAA can actually get the supply of teachers that they need, um, that makes sense to invest in that, right? To <laughs> right. invest in something that people are struggling financially to close their doors. So
0: about. the alternative to subsidizing child care centers was to set aside $15 million so that new child care centers are, can open. We need we need more, right? We need more child care centers, right?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, we absolutely need slots. We get a perfect we need world. Slots. Yeah, in a perfect world. We have, we, the demand is out
0: there. You say we have 11 in the city.
1: Correct. We- and out of those 11, several have classrooms closed, slots that are there ready to go because they don't have staff.
0: Okay, so they don't have staff. Right. So would we need more than 11? If we had staff, would we need more than 11?
1: Yes. Okay. Um, it's I think on average across the state of Wisconsin is that there is different studies show one shows 3 children for every one slot that's available and another study shows 5 children that need care for every one oh, slot. Okay, that's so
0: available. we're we're short by we're short. so we need 33. Right. At least Right. If not fifty-five, if we go to eleven times three, right? Right. Um, all right. So the the fifty million dollar loan program will be a, for a thing that also not a great time to buy buildings. I, mm-hmm. I would assume. Right. And then it's a loan program, so government loans. That's going over really oh, well yeah. across the nation. We don't hear
1: anything about those in the news at all, do we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. So okay. So but so that's we throw that out the window. That's useless. It's not going to help you at all. Right. Unless you're gonna you're gonna expand, but you're not gonna do that because nope. you can't find staff. So what is what happens over the next? I don't know. Will, would you say year, five years, two years?
1: Um, it's probably you're gonna see some immediate changes because currently the federal um, budget had already been cut by fifty percent starting June sixteenth. So everyone um, in their childcare funding that they had already received had a fifty percent hit to their centers of what they had June sixteenth.
0: What does that this, mean? A 50% hit of what?
1: So, we the, of the child care so accounts the, the, funding was federal. Okay. And the state had some mixed in a little bit with some state money. Yeah. The state budget knew that the federal money was going away, so it was going to stand in the gap. Yeah. And fill that gap. Half of that already went away. So of our subsidized funding of the subsidized funding has gone away. So what that what that whole childcare accounts had evolved into and what the researchers had shown is that people are leaving this industry in droves because it is not sustainable. It's not if we're paying people 10 and $12 an hour with no benefits, who wants to come with their education because they need to be educated to um, an early learning center or child care center and make that kind of money.
0: When you say they need to be educated, do they need more than a high school diploma?
1: Yes, they do. So okay. they need, minimally, they need three classes of um, child development classes. And it's there's an Intro to Child Care Profession, Skills and strategies, as well as an infant toddler course, in order for anybody to walk in. I can't just have anyone come in and yeah. not have them minimally educated.
0: Yeah, that this is, was this was my joke earlier. You Just yeah. have a bunch of fourteen year olds come and watch the kids, right? But that's not right. what you're doing. People yep. don't. I guess you know, like people. Yep. Maybe maybe a better thing to do here quick is, what do you what do you guys do in there besides? I mean, you don't just sure. have a lady smoking a cigarette in the corner watching the kids play with with the blocks.
1: Um, yeah, um, I think that was like 1970. But no, that is not, that's not what occurs. So they're assessing. So they're assessing children on their developmental stages with each developmental level. They're creating lesson plans individualized based off of those developmental stages, and those lesson plans may be taught to every child that's in their class. But they have they're assessing a specific child that this is for, and then after they do the lesson plan, then they're um, looking through and writing down um, whether or not their reflections on that do they meet the goals they're setting goals for these children and creating portfolios so it is the same process that is in um, elementary school high school just down on a scale of different developmental standards that we're watching for
0: I sent you that podcast me and William Garcia talked right. about this on Monday a little bit but um, his, his alternative to this, and, and you probably wouldn't like this after you have invest all this, but like, is to go not from K through 12 or pre K through 12 grade schools is to have what I called one to 18 school start at year one, you're year one years old and just have public education like that. I mean, that's sure. kind of, I mean, that's, you're kind of put in place of that, right?
1: Right. And that's, um, you know, that is definitely a theory that could be out there, but we have to be mindful that schools do not have to be licensed. Schools do not have to follow the licensing rules so you can have your 14-year-olds. Um, I had heard of a school that had wanted to have their high schoolers be the people in, in the classrooms mm-hmm. and just have like one person kind of overseeing them. So and now remember, 95% of this brain activity is in the first five years if you do not have people that are educated and taking that seriously and knowing how to develop that, our leaders of tomorrow are going to be the product of what we wound up doing right now.
0: Sherry Pika is the owner of Sprout Childcare on the south side of La Crosse. Uh, are you in there too? Are you doing this oh. all? Or do you, oh, yeah. do you have to do that too? Like, oh, no, I'm, to,
1: I'm in there. You yep. have to
0: do all the paperwork and what it takes to run a business and also run, be one of the workers as well, huh?
1: Right. So I'm not in the count of ratio, with the adult to child, unless something happens that I need to step in.
0: Oh, okay. But um, all right. So we were kind of we kind of keep jumping back and forth. But sure. The the subsidized money is going to be gone, or mm-hmm. is half of it's gone already, and half the rest gone. of it will run out. This, mm-hmm. These subsidies are
1: right. And what this was given was to help shore up. Um, so the money was earmarked specifically to be able to raise the wages and benefits of employees. They all have their their benefits and wages raised now. Mm-hmm. Now the funding's cut. Yeah. So
0: what do we do? do right. We- and well, one of my questions too was like, so you get federal money and then hopefully maybe we, we would have had a state program to get this money. Right. Can, can childcare centers just do, can, what can they do? There are a lot of regulations on what you could do with this money.
1: Oh Yeah. An extreme. No one, like, no one else is audited you like, can't just, like our you industry. You can't just
0: keep the money? like Absolutely I, You know what? Not. I need a raise. No. I'm doing a lot of work. I'm going to keep the money and give myself a raise. You can't do that?
1: Absolutely not. Okay. You have to upload your staff time cards and the number of children that were attended, and it has very specific conditions on where this money needs to go. Receipts are uploaded and provided as well as um, the time cards and the child's attendance monthly in order to be able to get the next month's funding.
0: All right. So the the money would go to raising wages. Mm-hmm. Would it, could it go to anything else?
1: It could go to um, staff benefits. Um, okay. It could go to quality enhancements on your program. So some some of it could
0: better blocks.
1: Um, you know,
0: toys, whatever, you know, like, so, like so, whatever equipment that so This using. is why
1: we don't have you teaching in our early learning <laughs> I facilities. I mean, I just have all
0: Star Wars Lego sets. <laughs> yep, the kids yep. would just be building. And you leather. know,
1: I'm sure there's a place for that.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but, but stuff that the kids are going to interact with that you could use the money for that.
1: Right. Could yep. you
0: expand, use the money to expand the building or anything like um, that? There's
1: different programs for expansion. These okay. ones are very specifically tied the... to staff okay. and to the quality programming.
0: Okay. That makes sense. So th- there's no, there's no way to like. Figure it out and pocket. I'm trying to no, make you all nefarious, is what I'm saying. Right. We ended this program because you're all pocketing the money. I'm trying to figure out a reason why right. we ended the program.
1: I'm, I'm trying to figure out a reason why, and I think <laughs> all the parents are trying to figure out a reason why as well, um, because the the fact of the matter is is that if we do not have any educated staff that that can feel that this is a sustainable career, they're leaving. We already had pre-COVID people leaving this career field just because they they couldn't sustain an income on it right and so now that this program has been working and people have raised it up we've got classrooms that have reopened people are working for them um
0: this is now it's gone this is always the states this is always a republicans excuse for not accepting medicaid expansion mm-hmm. is we're going to take the medicaid expansion federal money and then one day the feds aren't going to come back and give us this money anymore and then we have raised the level of people that it could be accepted in the Medicaid. But now the feds have s- pulled the rug out from under us. Mm-hmm. But they so they don't accept Medicaid expansion. But we did do this for childcare, and now we're just we're and we're even though we have a seven billion dollar budget surplus, we're pulling the rug out anyway. Even though right. we could easily pay for this with. State but what money. they
1: what they replaced it with is reinstatement of the Young Star program. Okay, the Young Star program is for um, a quality rating system like hotels: five star, four star, three star. And, for your, and it's based off of your quality level. In order to achieve a four- or five-star, the education of your staff is top-notch. Your mm-hmm. program is top-notch. Your benefits are top-notch. And they um, have, rep- you would wind up getting on Wisconsin County Shares families, so you'd have to have county families that come to your center, and they would receive some funding from that. And then on that funding that you receive from their co- the county shares um, supplement, is you would get, if you're a five-star, you'd get a 25% bonus on that. If you're a four-star, you would wind up getting, I think it was 10% is sure. what it ended at. But now the caveat is, if centers are going to stay open, they have to raise their tuition. The state maxes out on what they will give, so their, the copay goes up. Mm. So now, our Wisconsin shares, where they put their money in of reinstating this Young Star program, our county shares families can't afford childcare. Okay. They can't afford the copay.
0: So from what I understand is the, this, the child care counts thing ended, but they've there there is a Young Star program right. in its place?
1: That Young Star program was started in 2008 yep. to encourage um, oh, they've centers. They've and then that's this. the one that kind of went into the child care counts was yep. the Young Star funding. And then now they're pulling that back out and reverting it back to how it was.
0: Okay, but that, that level of funding isn't the same as what we were doing the last three years.
1: No, a, a piece of it was because last year... They rolled it out to say, hey, we're going to put it, we're going to add this into the child care counts, which we all budget right. our staffing. Well, the
0: funding over the last three years is up here, but now we're right. going back to, you know, I'm I'm putting right. my hand up and down. So we're right. going back down but to the baseline. But the
1: down baseline was included in that top baseline. Yeah. and But it was given to all centers across the board for all children based off of your
0: oh, yeah, okay. to
1: be able to shore up. Now you have to hit a,
0: a, a ratio, a five-star ratio to get the full funding.
1: Well, to get yes, to get the the bonus funding, a full a full funding, but you also have to be able to have childcare. Um, Wisconsin shares families, low income families. Oh, now okay. the low income families can't afford your copay, because we don't have anything to continue <laughs> to pay our teachers. Okay, so That's it's too
0: complicated, chair. All yeah. right, hold tight. <laughs> We're gonna. I, I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Right, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Sola. I'm in the studio with Mia Sherry Pika. She runs Sprout Childcare on the south side of Lacrosse. Uh, I think if I remember right, a 10,000-square-foot facility, right? It I'm, is. Uh, running kids up and down slides. And, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding.
1: Once again, why we don't hire you. That's <laughs> why yeah, so I'm not working there.
0: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I do. Well, I mean, there's you got to have a slide somewhere, right? The kids got to play on playground.
1: We do, but yeah. you go up the stairs, down oh, the slide. Oh, okay.
0: For well, I mean, jeez, <laughs> you're running a tight ship over there. Um, so over the break, we were, I was just talking about. So my thing is when, and and you're you're a separate entity, but my thing is when employers have these childcare, like, hey, we're going to run a ch- a daycare inside Midwest Family. And that's great, and you probably get a fat deal on, you know, like uh, it's going to be way cheaper than if I went to your place, right?
1: Right.
0: Um, m- my thing with, with uh, employer based childcare or something like that, same deal with health care. Is now if I ever want to leave the job, I really have to think twice about am I where am I going to go that's going to be able to pay for childcare? I might be stuck here for X amount more years before my kid can go to school, and then I can get a new job.
1: Well, that's probably a theory behind it, right? Because if a business is going to set that up, everyone wants to retain employees. Yeah. You know, that's I'm sure they thought of that.
0: I mean it's a great it's great for the business. I mean right. if they can if they can do it and do it well, that's great for them. Right. And then that'll help them retain employees, but it's not great for employees and it's not great. I mean, same deal with healthcare. If I if I want to get a different job but the healthcare here is great. Um, okay, well, what's the health, like the, oh, what's your health plan like? That, that's part of it. While yeah. you're getting interviewed to get the job, you have to interview them about their health care plan. And if their health care plan isn't great and you need health care, then you're kind of out. Right. Um, can you just talk about, like, the cost on uh, for a family to bring someone to your, your, I hate calling it a facility, but, like, okay, it just sounds yeah. like, you're, it sounds the, kind the of center Center. center. It, counts, it sounds factory-ish to it me, does. like, we're going to come in here and put them to work. But anyway. Right.
1: It is. So um, typical child care costs in the city of La Crosse for infants, um, so children under the age of two. And this is all based on the staff to child ratio because everything's about your staff. One to four,
0: you said? One to four. So every worker you have, you can have four infants?
1: Yep. Infants or toddlers up to the age of two. Okay. And so based off of, of those ratios, it is about, I would say, around 230 to 250 there's lots of different models out there so there's non-profits there's corporate sponsored models out of just in the 13 that are here okay um that get maybe some other Well, you're while like you're help.
0: talking i'm just thinking about one worker having four two-year-olds like i'm just that's in my head i'm like two-year-olds oh, running no. around
1: <laughs> two-year-olds is a one to six.
0: Oh, it's one to six <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is Okay. So, yeah
0: well i mean one-year-olds I mean just yeah having four one-year-olds or four right. infant babies to like how it's do you a lot. how do you carry them all at the same time right be tough. right
1: it definitely takes skill
0: okay so about 200 and, and about
1: about two 230 to 250.
0: okay right? so so that's okay. like that's like six bucks an hour right if i'm taking it if i'm dividing that by 40 sure but i don't even know if I'm just thinking, well, and kids would be there for longer than 40 hours. I'm thinking like an 8-hour shift.
1: Yeah, kids but, are probably kids about are probably 50 there.
0: hours. Kids are probably there a little bit longer because you got to right. go you got to take your kid there and then go to work. Right. Unless you're doing kid delivery, are you doing kid delivery? Um,
1: no drive up windows yet. I um, mean that would be a but... bad
0: thing, right? <laughs> like you'd have to have another worker and they would have to And have the have a regulations lot of car on transportation or something. Yeah. So okay.
1: Yeah, so um I have not put that in my list of options of things to do. I mean, it's not the <laughs> worst delivery. idea, but
0: it's probably just one. Like, hey, we're gonna come pick your kid up. Like, it's a school bus. You're just gonna have a school right. bus. I saw this in Alaska where they did it with dog doggy daycare. So there is there's a awesome. there
1: is a thing called Kids on the Go. Yeah, I know that that's kind of their niche of what oh, they, sure. what they do for maybe more special needs services. Yeah. Going from a daycare to a school. To get Here, I'm the trying speech. to
0: expand and you're like, I'm, I'm not expanding yeah. right now because <laughs> no way. we're ending this, uh, the, this funding in the state budget and we're, we don't have a plan in place to supplement it. Okay. So what happens okay. over the next, what, six months to a year with, with the 11, we have 11 childcare facilities in La Crosse. Right. Do you think that dwindles?
1: Um, I think it definitely will. So there's there's things that that there's decisions that are being made right now that everyone in my position is having to look at, and they they have three choices. One is to raise their tuition, which um, the amount of funding that's already been lost is about 20%. Raising your tuition by 20%, and the second one would be bring all of those the wages back down. Um, to what it was to be able to balance it without having that. And so no benefits for your employees and no, uh, and then bringing them back down. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is okay. going to happen in that
0: one? First of all, like you, you cut cutting wages by no raising tuition by 20%. Right. That's only, that's like half the battle, right? Cause you're going to have to wa- raise tuition again, right? By the end of January when the rest of the funding runs out.
1: Right. So unless there's. We we've got some things, some irons in the fire that we're hopeful that oh, that yeah. will wind up helping alleviate that a bit. Yeah. So we have Lacrosse can... County has ARPA funds. City, the city of Lacrosse has ARPA funds that are earmarked for childcare. If they just use them, given this now the new political climate
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: occurred, if they use them wisely, that will help shore up some things. If um, they I choose... think that
0: money has to be used by 2026. It has right. to be earmarked by next year. If I, yeah, 2024 it has to be. We have to designate where this money is going to go. And
1: then, it's, what if they don't? Well, what they happens? lose that
0: money. it has gone, I, right? I
1: think it goes back. I think it goes into their budget, in the county, the county funds.
0: You think the ARPA money goes back into the county budget?
1: If there's no place to allocate it, I think it goes back into the budget for them to disperse somewhere that's not child
0: care. Well, they, if they don't allocate it, but I think right. I, th- I think they lose the, the funding if they don't allocate it to something. But right, I mean,
1: right. Right.
0: So I mean, sure. So there's eleven. You have eleven facilities. I mean, mm-hmm. how many? How many do you think are within like a thirty mile range? Or you know, like I'm just thinking like Trempolo. Does Trempealeau? Oh, you somebody mean outside that, like, of our eleven? Yeah. What does somebody in Trempolo do when they? Because obviously there's families there. Sure. I mean, there's. there's I would of,
1: say. I think at last count there were 37 group child care centers in Lacrosse County.
0: In the county, okay. Mm-hmm. So that okay. So there's like yeah. There's that. That's a pretty good. I have no well, idea. Um, Is that a good size? I don't. Well, know.
1: pre-COVID, there was about 96. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: So, so we've cut it by a th- two-thirds.
1: Right. Several had closed their doors during COVID and never opened back up. Okay. And that's that's nationwide.
0: So, have you, have you started raising tuition? Yes. You had that conversation.
1: We had conversation with our parents when we knew that mid-June we might be losing 50% of the funding, the federal funding of the child care counts yeah. one. And let them know that we're not going to have any notice, which we didn't.
0: How many how many families do you have in at Little Sprout or at at Sprout? Sorry,
1: um, the families that we have would be, I would say, maybe eighty. Okay, because some have multiple children.
0: Okay, and how many childcare facilities do you think are having the same conversation about? Hey, we're going to have to raise tuition.
1: Every single one. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's raised tuition or close.
0: And are you a bigger? Are you one of the biggest facilities in Um, in the city or the area?
1: I would say With that 80, we that 80. we are um, we have so we have we have eighty some families but we um our life we can take 106 children mm-hmm. and I think that 106 is probably up there. There are some um, providers in on Alaska that have multiple yeah. that have um, two centers, but I would say ours at the amount is probably
0: I'm just thinking one of, of the largest. I'm I'm just thinking politically here a little bit like sure. the, the, the hey we're all going to raise tuition. Do you do you tell anyone why? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, we right. had you we had a large a reason. Yeah, we had a large um, family meeting. Yeah. Um, about 6 weeks ago. As soon as it was on our radar of like, hey, this might happen. Of 6 weeks ago and we had, yeah. we had put it out to our families and say, "Here's here's our choices. We can cut benefits, we can cut programming, we can cut your art and music specialist, um, or we can keep that and this is what the rate would have to go up to." Sure. And they Do you take everyone a vote who there attended, Yeah, everyone who attended had agreed that we can't cut the you can't cut the programming
0: okay so and you had about 80 families and you did that about six weeks ago yes how many families have you lost have you lost anyone no okay you haven't well that's surprising a little bit right
1: well our rate increased um two weeks ago so we'll see we'll see it's a wait and see um the unfortunate part of all of this unfortunate and fortunate is everybody's wait list is out there we we probably have 200 people on our wait list Okay. To get in, so we we do know that we will be able to fulfill that those spots. We don't want to have to lose any families, though.
0: Yeah, the the other conversation we kind of skipped over it was instead of raising tuition by twenty percent, we we take your wages that we just gave you over the last two years and your benefits. Right. Well, that's never gonna happen. You would never. No. Everyone would leave. I, well, I would and assume. and
1: they would. And the other two options: close the doors or reduce those are going to break the infrastructure because if... if Reduce?
0: What's reduce? Reduce.
1: um, If we would reduce back to them not having... low That they would have lower wages and lower benefits if we reduce the budget and our staffing costs, or if they just close the doors. Either way, we no longer have the qualified staff and the centers will then... The current centers will have to be closing classrooms because they don't have the staff.
0: Um, How with with your facility and all the rest of them in the area or the county or the area like whatever you want to call it sure um are, are y'all getting together and talking about because i, I read a story about is it weca is that what it was called i we don't know wecan we mm-hmm. um talking about uh striking so i don't know yes. what wecan is if that's so
1: wecan like, had um so there there's not a collective voice
0: yeah. right now
1: right i mean we we had put together like a Facebook group of admins during COVID when all the restrictions were coming down and we were sharing like the, when we'd have to rewrite a policy, share that policy yeah. out. Um, it's a small community. I mean, we all know each other. We, we all talk as far as talking about what the amount that we're raising to, and are you going to raise to that? There's no discussions with that as to what those amounts are, but everyone is getting the information from WeCan and our other um industries which we have um, our nac our accreditation commissions as well as weca which is the early childhood um,
0: association what, what is is it what is wecan?
1: Wecan um, was developed in to be able to start to foster one unified voice okay. because we didn't have that.
0: Is it one of them deals it's almost like a union you could you could probably sign on with them or something
1: Um you don't it's free they're right now they're oh, just sure. literally just trying to have one collective voice because they believe that without having that one collective voice, nothing is going to change. Right. And that they had sponsored um, a day without childcare on May eighth. Yep. Wanted everyone to close their doors. Of course, all the pushback from all the businesses are like, no, you can't do that. They also had called for in between when um, the Joint Finance Committee took that out of the budget, and until the vote, they wanted across the board the state state of Wisconsin to strike, and no one opened up their doors in childcare. Um, there's a lot of different models, of but that didn 't happen that did not happen
0: so we don't have it's the one of collect- on we like don 't have
1: the collective voice, and it is and it's, it's well it 's tough right like hey it we're gonna tough.
0: hey by the way, all you eighty families yeah keep your kids don 't go to work because we 're closed yeah but- these
1: margins are are small like i 'll tell you what our business our our profit last year was twelve thousand dollars. our payroll every two weeks is between just, just the payroll, not the tax that we have to pay on it is about thirty five thousand so when we're looking at the amount of child care, people don't realize everything else that goes into that for in to be able to run a child care center. the true cost of care, which is um, what the state of Wisconsin had um, done a true cost of care um, subsidy out. I mean a uh, report out, and I believe it is. Gosh,
0: where is it? Well, uh, well, I'll say is is some of the repercussions of closing the the or or the two the bar time vote last week in Madison by the Joint Finance Committee is about twenty five percent of childcare facilities are going to close. Uh, wages for early care educators will stagnate or decline. You talked about that, and the rates will increase. Um, that's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Like, oh, it is, and but. But parents have don't have any other options except quit quit their jobs. I mean, you're taking about a five six dollar an hour pay cut or or more be, based on you know my rough math with forty hours a week. But mm-hmm. um, so I, and the I don't. Scary
1: know. part is if you seek out a different place that might have a different tuition rate, that may just mean that they haven't made their decision yet because they're a nonprofit and they have to go in front of a board. Oh and sure. So, so, and, if you, can, and if you can find a spot, everybody has waiting lists. If you can find a spot, it's a gamble. And this is their most valuable asset, right? Their child is their most valuable asset. You're not just going to go and just drop them off. I don't anywhere. know.
0: Some of those guys got pretty nice trucks. They do. So They do.
1: <laughs> they do. Uh,
0: but, yeah. uh, we're, we're speaking with Sherry Pika. She runs Sprout Childcare on the south side of La Crosse. Um, okay. So what do we do? What do you guys do? I mean, you got, I, f- I feel like you almost you need to strike or something like that to get the people. I mean, the, the, well, the,
1: those are the options. So, I mean, I think our businesses do need to, to be listening and they, there are so many businesses that want to offer a childcare benefit. They don't know how to do it. Um, the same situation that you had, but then, and the same parents too. Do I want to go to an employee, an employer sponsored childcare? Maybe not. If I don't, if this is a stepping stone for me, Maybe I don't want to. Yeah. So those people, they don't need any middlemen. Go to ask your employees. Where are your Where are you going with your kids now?
0: How many daycare underground daycares are there where it's just like Betty in her basement? I and, two.
1: There. I mean
0: that has. There has yeah, to be though. Yeah. There's
1: no registry of it. Right. So I mean, it's. I'm certain. You
0: wouldn't know how many, but I like, would, you, I know, you probably hear of these.
1: Oh, all the time. We get right. the calls all the time, of. The stories that's going on in their unregulated childcare, and that they need a spot with us, and they don't understand that we can only have so many children per our square footage. I can't just squeeze another. Right, you it. have a waiting <laughs> list. Yeah.
0: Despite and your I, despite your dilemma with yeah. raising tuition, you still have a waiting list, so you're right. still. But we're squeezing families here, and and yeah, you talk about which is like. wrong we're squeezing the wrong families here mm-hmm. because the low-income families are probably going to start dropping out, right? And, and, oh, absolutely. And, and they're going to be, know, don't they're don't be priced they're, out. But what are they going to do? <laughs> what do they say to you?
1: They um, they don't they don't know. They yeah. don't know what's going to happen with it. They're hopeful that county will raise their rates too yeah. um, with this, that there has to be a response. Everyone is waiting for a response. If you're not going to give it to child care centers, give it to the parents. Give it to the parents to offset
0: Well, this is what I said during COVID the whole time is when we were doing PPP loans and, um, and giving businesses, whatever, I don't even remember, but I was like, instead of that, that $1,200 check we got once, Mm -hmm. we should have been doing that every, every week or every month. And then that $1,200 check would have went to groceries and childcare. Right. That's where
1: employers can help. They can help in that gap of the 20%. So either give a benefit to fill that gap or, um seek out grants.
0: So at this point would you say families in in the county and in the, the city uh, got to give up on this, the Madison government and and put pressure on the Lacrosse County Board and the city council? I never want to
1: don't talk to your representatives. Um, so they have to be hitting the Republicans hard and asking them why. So yeah. what is your, what's your game plan? What's your what's your alternative because this is small businesses that will be closing too. Yeah. So if we're talking half of their employees or even a quarter of their employees now we're going to stay home with their kids because it's too expensive. They're not going to be able to stay open. So you're losing employees. People who don't even have children um, is going to be affected by this because remember what it was in COVID in um, the healthcare crisis? So people had to go to virtual of talking.
0: People at hospitals they, don't have kids. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, true, <laughs> true.
1: And they would, so, yeah, all, yeah. Their, elect, all their elective surgeries would be pushed off because yeah. they don't have the staff. They have staff. So, yeah, it's um, – and it's going to turn for child care is only for the rich, which is a huge vulnerable population that we are no longer going to be able to serve. And that's disgusting.
0: All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Just a minute here left with Sherry Pika from Sprout Childcare on the south side of La Crosse. Um, yeah, I guess the, the dilemma is there. The, the solution is to talk to your state reps and, Jill Billings, Steve Doyle, Oldenburg, uh, and beyond, and then like maybe even Derek Van Orden, your house Mm rep, and then also show up at, send emails to the city and the county, right? City council and the county board. There
1: is on July twenty fourth. There is a press conference that's being held to show support for for a new bill that um, that or amend. They're writing something, amendment. the Democrats' amendment, amendment. Yeah. a new amendment that they're going to present um, on, June, on July 30th. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay, because I thought they were going to do something tomorrow with amendments.
1: They might be starting to...
0: PATH kind of hinted they might have an amendment for the bill that won't, will just get ignored tomorrow. Yeah, but.
1: right, we'll get ignored, and then something's going to be introduced on the 30th, okay. I believe. Because
0: the dilemma with PATH yesterday was... You know, could we do this later? It's not in the budget. He's like, well, we we have to find out how to pay for it. And I was like, sure. seven billion dollar budget surplus, right? But we got to give those tax breaks to the rich. So oh, of course. All right, thanks, sure. Sher-